You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Monday, which means we got to get ready for tonight. Monday Night Football, no Manning cast tonight. So we're stuck with uh, we're stuck with Steve Levy and Louis Riddick and Brian Greasy. I still don't get that. Boost, and the mute button. Terrible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Michael Lombardi's move of the mute button is major tonight. I feel like he mentions the mute button once a week. I don't think Mike likes to listen to most people, which makes I don't me think appreciate he likes the media. He's always why kind you... of like talking about the noise and everyone's yeah. on this. And why do you think I brought up Scott Hansen? I know he hates Scott Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he does, because noise. That yes. was um, actually really annoying, though. Even if, like, Scott Hansen, that was like, stop. And it kept happening. <laughs> but then, and then last night, there's Sunday Night Football. He started tweeting about it again. He says, oh, Josh Allen's such a good guy. The Jacksonville Josh Allen. I'm like, oh, my God. I, I almost Oh, you know him. what? Oh, no, he doesn't. I think he lives in Tampa in the office. I think he does, too. Scott Hansen. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, maybe you guys he, like, know this. Him. Well, he started in Philadelphia. I used to be pretty he good friends his, with him. He got his break in Philadelphia. <laughs> I used TV to be in. good friends with him. Now you're trashing him. You don't like him anymore? He's I'm out? trashing him. He just annoyed me yesterday. It doesn't mean I hate him. Yeah. I, I hate him. I put him in jail well, last week. I forgot why, we, but I did. That's okay. It happens. Oh, yeah. Because they weren't going to games that I uh, I needed. Oh, you wanted the you wanted yeah. the betting red zone. That That's what it was. Yeah, that's he didn't get it last week. All right, and we I don't get Scott that. Hansen tonight. We don't get the Mannings, which means we get the regular Monday Night Football broadcast on mute, and we get the Bears and the Steelers. Right, let's talk through this one. Bears are seven-point dogs. The number moved from six-and-a-half to seven at some point the last couple of days. The over-under in this game is 39-and-a-half. <laughs> My goodness. Steelers are the favorites tonight, pretty big favorites. I think they are too big of favorites in this game. Justin Fields coming off his best game in the NFL. They're going on the road in Pittsburgh. It's a different story. Um, you know, against a good defense and Mike Tomlin. Different story than playing the bad Niners team. But my 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 initial thought on this game last week is this is too many points at six and a half. Joe, I feel so many points at seven. I think we're getting a game tonight as long as Matt Nagy doesn't completely screw this thing up. I, I think this is a competitive game tonight. Uh, yeah, it's a low total. It should be a low total. Uh, Bears games this year, 40 points per game involving both teams. Steelers games. 38 points per game. None have gone higher than 47 points. So that makes a lot of sense. Bears have lost their last three. Steelers have won their last three. The schedule matters. <laughs> Green Bay, Tampa Bay, San Francisco for the Bears. Uh, and it's eased up a bit for Pittsburgh compared to where they they were at the start of the year. And don't forget, they started the season by upsetting uh, the Buffalo Bills here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to back Mike Tomlin as a favorite. I don't want to back this Ben Roethlisberger laying a touchdown. I don't know how you can do it, but we have the best number of the week right now for a reason. People are betting on Pittsburgh, and I don't I don't understand this at all. Maybe it's maybe it's the recency bias, and I know the Bears' offense is pathetic, and we'll, we'll get the official word about Khalil Mack, but the play here is Bears plus seven, and it's disgusting. And I'm not doing that as any sort of a homer. It's just when you have situations like this where you have a total under 40, one of the lowest totals you're going to see all season, a lot of Bear Steelers games, you're going to see totals like this. When you're getting seven and they're only expecting around 40 points in the game, 
you got to look to the underdog and see if you can make a case there. It's not a great matchup. Tomlin, great history on Monday Night Football, but that was with a different quarterback. That was with different weapons on the outside. So I took the Bears in the contest with Paul at plus six. So I like him even more at plus seven. What are your thoughts on the under? With the Bears, they average 15.4 points per game. With the Bears allowing 24.4 per game. And then the Steelers averaging 18.9 points per game. And the Steelers allowing 20.3 points per game. If the under is set low, is it a good idea to sometimes consider the under? Or what is your take on that, Joe-O? Yeah, I I mean, I think that's the only way to play this. Maybe the first half under with slower starts with these two teams. First half under of uh, 20. So you get a slight, slight advantage instead of playing the under 39 and a half for the entire game. But I get it. Like, look look at the offenses. Bears, they're dead last in the NFL in explosive pass rate. They're dead last in pass DVOA. They're 30th in EPA per play. They're 30th in offensive DVOA. And the Steelers' offense isn't much better. Their success rate is second worst in the NFL. So what are they going to do? Some say, hey, take a look at how they've changed their blocking scheme with the offensive line and the run game and how well Najee has played of late. And it's fair to point out, but um, it's about the opponents too. And the Bears don't have a very good defense now. So... If you want to look at Najee at overnight 82 and a half rushing yards, if Khalil Mack is out, I think that's a decent look. Like he he's one of the top guys still in the league. He's not what he once was, but he's still great against the run, and the numbers bear that out. So if he's out of there, I mean, they're just I could see them going Najee and maybe. I take made the that lead. play this morning. I shopped around yeah. and got it at 79 and a half. Najee yeah. in his last three games has rushed for more than 80 yards. Denver, 122. Seattle, 81. 91 against Cleveland. He has been yeah. more and more a focal point of this offense. Um, the first handful of games, he wasn't as close, um, but he's getting more rushing attempts as well. So I think that is the move that I would look at, and I'm going to stay away from the spread for sure. 26th uh, in the NFL versus 32nd in the NFL yards per play. What you were talking about there, Joe. Uh, I like the Harris. I, I mean, I like Harris to have a – he's going to be the focal point of the, of the Steelers' offense. This is going under tonight. I mean, I, I'd i be yeah. surprised. Unless we get defensive touchdowns or turnovers near the end zone to, to you know, to yeah. set up easy scores, this feels like an under. So if you look on FanDuel, and, and these are always, you know, just, just for fun to look at. I always look at these for fun. You could bet on the correct score, like, and, it, and they're crazy odds. Like, it's not, it's not a way to win. <laughs> But yeah. I, I always I feel like it gives a glimpse of the kind of game we might get, right? Like what what are the options they are throwing out there? The sure. first one you see when you click correct score is Steelers seven Bears three, Steelers oh. ten Bears three, right? Like it's it's extremely low score. And then you could scroll and find more typical scores, but it, it gives a glimpse into the kind of game we're going to get tonight. Uh, Justin Fields interests me tonight. His rushing props he had over 100 yards last week. It's at 39 and a half for Justin Fields. I always feel with young quarterbacks that are mobile. Um, we're watching with Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. We saw it with Lamar Jackson when he first came. Like, though he was well. Like, Wait, 15. is it thir- thirty-nine and a half? Do you say thirty-nine and a half? That's gone up a little bit this morning. That was thirty-seven well, su- and a half, but right before the show. I'm not surprised. I always feel like yeah. with young quarterbacks who are mobile, and, and I, I don't mean like they can move a little bit. I mean like it's a big part of their game. Like, it takes these coaches a few weeks to realize, like, hey, I got to start doing this more. This is a way to raise the ceiling of the offense. That play he made last week was remarkable. It was the first time I've watched Fields in the NFL and said, wow, 
was the first wild moment he had in the NFL. I think this, the, the Bears would be ridiculous not to use his legs tonight to, to raise the floor of the offense, to get first downs. I, I would take the over tonight, even against a good Steelers defense. That's not a crazy yeah. number. It's not, not 50, right? It's not 60. It's 39 and a half. So, How many rushing yards do, do the Steelers normally give up? Quite a bit? I could look. My guess would be no. My my thought on that is that you're right. 10 rushes, 103 yards, and a touchdown. And he could just make some plays against anyone. It doesn't care what you're preparing for. Right. That's how talented he can be. If you're the Steelers, what are you preparing for? Allen Robinson has done nothing this year. It's nothing. Terrible. Like, just look look at the prop bets, the receiving yards. Mooney's numbers are now higher than A-Rob's. So if you're the Steelers and, and you've got a top-end defense, what are you preparing for? You are preparing for the run. It's fields and it's the backs. Apparently Montgomery's going to be back, so curious if they use a the two-headed monster there, uh, splitting time maybe. I don't know because Herbert's been so good What when uh, Montgomery was sidelined. So it's been all about the run. It's preparing for fields, getting out of the pocket and running on you, and it's preparing for the run game because the Bears can't do anything else. And, and they're going to get get some pressure on. Uh, they have the highest rate of running on early downs in the NFL. I have no reason to believe that that's going to stop. So I do. I That's what concerns me about the field's rushing yards is that you'd imagine that's the only thing the Steelers are prepared for is the Bears' run game because they can't do much of anything else right now. Yeah, and Steelers' sixth uh, run defense in DVOA. So they're good at it. They're good right. at stopping the run. Right. Um, so, so last week, when you when you watched Fields, the, the big play was the touchdown run. But his other yards, watching down and down, were those design calls or were those him making plays with his legs on passes? Like, wh- wh- uh, what, what, what were they doing last week? Mix? I'm a, okay, let's also remember that it's uh, – are we going to see more Matt Nagy now? Like, that's that's been – see, this is why I, I'm scared of that prop. Is it, we, do, we don't know which week we're going to get more and more Matt Nagy. So when we get more and more Matt Nagy, you're going to see less of that. You're going to see le- fewer rollouts. You're going to see uh, fewer times that the quarterback is on the move, and that was one of the big issues with the Trubisky era. So if you can tell me if it's 100% laser or 80% laser, yes, I, I would say that's a good prop. If it's going to be much more Matt Nagy after hanging out at home watching on TV, then I would say, no, I would not go over on that number. So this is an interesting stat from Kevin Fishbane of The Athletic. Did mm-hmm. I say his name right? You did. Since 2004, rookie quarterbacks are 1-17 in 17 at Heinz Field, um, according to StatHead. Those 18 quarterbacks were sacked an average of 3.3 times. So Bears quarterback Justin Fields gets his first primetime start with that as the backdrop, and the Steelers rank 7th in the league in sacks per pass attempt. Yeah. Um, yeah he's getting sacked tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is. let's uh maybe we should look at that at that prop how many uh what they set that number at it's been rough on the road for him so the first start was the cleveland game that everybody goes back to when everybody wanted matt Nagy fired and probably should have been so there was a cleveland game uh there was the tampa road game and their win was the vegas one when it was a split crowd and they were about to fire their coach so i mean i don't know what sort of mindset the raiders were in for that particular week. So this is going to be a big test in that atmosphere against that defense. Could it be a repeat of Cleveland 26 to six? Yes, it can be. I don't know that they're getting into the end zone, 
But if they do get into the end zone twice, I'd love our chances, Paul, to cover the spread. I agree. Um, I've got a couple of different. Yeah, like we said, I think we said in the last week, we need 14. feel like yeah. like we get there. A um, couple interesting ways to play, play this, kind of piggybacking off uh, Joe G, what you were talking about. We do any quarter to end scoreless at plus 215. Or do we a- go Any quarter, other? zero, zero. Whoa. Any quarter, zero, zero. I like that. Yes. So they're on the... <laughs> That's that was my first look. If we want to go to the flip side and say that someone gets a field goal um, or something like that, so you could to score in every quarter, you could do yes at plus sixteen hundred. Uh, Bears to score in every quarter plus six hundred, probably not. Steelers to score in every quarter, but I think the scoreless quarter plus two fifteen is where I'm going to be looking. I like that. That also that'd be a fun way to root. This game. Also, can we talk about the t- totals in the first quarter? It's three and a half and two and a half for the team totals in the first quarter. Like, oh, is it? It's yeah. 2021. Yeah. <laughs> what, what am I watching tonight? Sorry, um, just, Justin Fields interceptions oh 0.5. T- if you want to look at the over, he's had an interception at least one in almost every game except one against the Raiders. He had three against Tampa Bay. So that's another yeah. interesting one. And I would imagine that stat you threw out there about those rookie quarterbacks in Heinz Field that have been terrible. I imagine most of those guys in that start as a rookie threw a pick in Heinz Field or turned the ball over. Right? That's that's the formula how you beat a how you beat a rookie quarterback. Um, boy, I, like I can't zero, get over zero, that Joe. one. The two and a half and the three and a half. So the first quarter number is Pittsburgh minus one total seven. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Of all the oh weeks God. to get rid of the Mannings, come on. Well, if you know why, because they're quarterbacks. They don't want to watch this slop. They can't break this down. And then Justin- if, if if they're on this, they've got to rip Ben. They probably don't want to do that. Yeah. Draft it. Eli's guy. Like, they're connected right. forever because of that draft. He's got to say he should have retired when I did, and he didn't. He looks like crap now. Like, he didn't want I'm to not saying that's awkward. Awkward. that's awkward. I'm just You're saying, right. Yeah. Yeah. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck, you all day, presented always by FanDuel Sportsbook. More NFL next, and we'll put together a sad same game parlay for this game in Lightning Bets right here on the Beck UL Network. The final game of NFL Week 9 is tonight, and FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every play. That's where they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same game parlay bet with three legs or more, and if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. Here's one I love for tonight. I love the road team to cover this number in a close game. I will take the under in the game, and I'll go with the young quarterback on Chicago to go over his rushing total. There's no feeling like they on the same game parlay bet, so lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook and get up to 10 bucks back if your bet doesn't win. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today with promo code BETQL to also receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code BETQL so they know I sent you. 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bet. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia.
Michael Jenkins from The Daily Tip, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. Download the free Odyssey app now to watch and listen to The Daily Tip, BetQL Daily, You Better You Bet, and Bet MGM tonight on the BetQL Network.